more than a decade, hate messages pounded at Vivian Jenkins Nelson through the mail. Nelson is an African-American woman. She works with a nonprofit organization in Minneapolis that promotes racial understanding. The uh, first letter that I got came to me on a new job, and it came with a photo clipping tucked inside of it, announcing my coming to the job. And it had inside of it all sorts of rambling messages about how the devil has taken over God's people and the church is part of the whole business and that there's all this race mixing going on. Mixed race people belong to no race. Uh, they are destroyed forever. The dictionary uh, defines mongrel as people resulting from interbreeding called racial genocide, today's holocaust. My name is Elroy Stock and uh, I've had a mission uh, for many years uh, to preserve the human races that were created by God. Elroy Stock is a white man. At the time he sent the letters, Stock worked at a St. Paul publishing company. He mailed thousands of racial purity messages each year to people whose names he found in the newspaper. Some surely viewed him as a pestering religious crank, but to Vivian Jenkins Nelson, Stock's unsigned letters were hate mail. When I started getting the mail at home, that's when it really started to take on that kind of scary edge and you start to worry and wonder about everybody you meet, everybody you work with. Vivian Jenkins Nelson sued Elroy Stock in court, and Stock lost his job. Someone painted swastikas on Ari Mann's office building. One was right here. Now, the other one I painted, but you can see that was swastika there. See that? Ari Mann is a 65-year-old Jew. He lives in a northern Twin Cities suburb where he ran a hardware store for many years. In addition to the graffiti, someone left a can of urine in his mailbox. Ari Mann's welcoming face turns cold and his small frame shakes with rage when he talks about the incidents. He doesn't know who did it. But it occurred in the same day that they desecrated a cemetery with turned over 200 stones. And this is just about 10 blocks away from here. The person who is dead and buried six feet under the ground, and he's probably rotten many years ago, to him probably doesn't matter. But if they, their aim was to hurt the survivors, they succeeded. Comedian Andrew Dice Clay. Look at these Japs. These Madam Butterfly wok using little nip mothers. I mean, I go into a bank, the name of my bank is Hey, 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 hey. They're taking over. Didn't we drop two bombs on them a few years ago? What was in those bombs? Fertilizer? And they're the worst drivers. I mean, how do you drive with your eyes three quarters closed? You can blindfold these people with dental flaws. You don't give them keys to a car. The stain of prejudice marks much of American culture. Sometimes it's subtle, sometimes not. There are few reliable statistics to tell us how many crimes are fueled by bigotry each year in the U.S. Most experts studying the issue believe that biased crimes are on the increase, some call it an epidemic.
Howard Ehrlich is the research director for the National Institute Against Prejudice and Violence in Baltimore, Maryland. At least one out of four, one out of five people are attacked for reasons of prejudice during the course of a calendar year. That is a substantial proportion of the population. It includes whites as well as minorities. And if we had any other disorder, for example, if the Surgeon General of the United States reported that disease entity X had affected one out of five of Americans, we would consider it a public health crisis. Advanced research on the motivations for hate crime is limited. Howard Ehrlich says violence against a single minority group appears to increase when that group becomes visible and vocal. As people begin to make demands for equality, for civil rights and civil liberties,